What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Julius, Lucas, and Florian, who are the founders of Generative Board.Games. Welcome to the show, guys. How's it going? Hey. Hey, thanks for having us. Hey. Yeah, I appreciate you all coming on, sharing what you're working on um, with Generative Board Games. So can one of you kind of describe, what is that? It's a very interesting, interesting name of a company. What does it do and what are you working on? Sure. Lucas, do you want to explain what it is? Yeah, perfect. Um, Okay, so Generative Board Games is a website. Anyone can go and just name the board game they would like to play. Just hit a button that says Blink, and we will generate a board game for you. The rules and the cover art. That's it. So are these, um, are there like uh, a pool of board games that can be picked from um are these games that can be played like on the obviously online is it like multiplayer can kind of give a little more idea of like the user experience for if i was to go to the website and try it out kind of what i would experience sure um cool so uh we do have like a a bunch of board games you could pick from um and they are already generated so you could try play one of these games um or just generate your own but uh, there's one thing that is uh, we're using uh, GPT-2, which is probably Flow, and Julius can explain more about that. Um, and the rules are not perfect yet. So this is one of the things uh, we're asking people to give us feedback on. I don't know if Flow or Julius want to double down. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I love board games. I feel like board games are like, in my view, like they're kind of making a, a comeback. They never really left, but like they're also coming back in popularity. I think, from my vantage point, curious. Um, why did you? Why did you all decide to start this company? And what's kind of the origin of the story for um, for the for this uh, for this company? Yeah. Uh, so it started back like during the middle of lockdown, where you know there was a bunch of time to think about side projects that you might want to do and things you might want to explore. And I was interested in playing around with neural networks and training my own neural networks uh, using a there's a um, there's an app called runway that is like a really easy way of playing around with training new models and so i thought that board games are a really interesting thing to try train because i think especially when you're generating rules you interact with the machine learning system in a completely different way than if you're just like generating you know, image that keep people kind of appreciate or something like this. When you try play the board game rules, especially because they're a bit nonsensical because they're generated, you're kind of examining the logic of the game a bit differently. 
Um, and so I trained uh, this model on 2000 board game rules that I scraped off the internet. And so, and then I had <laughs> like this model that I just trained and uh, thought, okay, well, what next? And then, uh, so Flora and I, we worked together last year on a, a mobility project in Germany, uh, where, I, where I was like a designer in residence for the, for the mobility lab that Florian works for. And then Lucas and I, we studied together in London, like five or six years ago. And um, I don't know, I mean, we were just kind of talking more to each other as most people were because of lockdown. Uh, and then we talked about collaborating and how that might work over distance. And then that led to us kind of conceptualizing the project. So just to make sure people listening understand, so this, and make sure I understand. So th this is not something um, where it's like, hey, come to our site. And, uh, you know, there's a bank of uh, 20, you know, games that you know of uh, that you can play and it's a random, you know, no. what, you, what you're doing is you are randomly, or I guess maybe not yeah. random. I don't know how that. It's, it's a bit like, so it is, it's a bit like, you know, when you're with friends and someone says like a weird combination of words and you're like, that sounds like a really cool album or that sounds like it. that's a good band name. And then you kind of talk about, well, okay, well, what kind of music would that band make? This made up band that you just made up of these words. Uh, this basically does that for board games, right? So you're, you come to it with a, a random like mix of words or something that you think sounds like a board game, like uh, Pilgrims of Catalonia or Is It Cheese or whatever, and we'll generate the rules. Um, so we definitely don't promise that they're playable. In fact, I think we promise the opposite. Um, and, um, and then there's a function where if you generate a game you think sounds cool, you can then uh, publish it onto our website. So when you go onto our website and you see the existing games there, it's kind of a, uh, a repository or a platform of previously generated games by the community. I have to ask, like, this, this has to be a concept that, like, takes people a second to, like, under, like, totally grasp, like, because, like, for me, I'm like, oh, like, great, like, you know, Yahtzee and Checker and whatever, whatever, like, a list of, but, like, no, you're, you're literally generating these board games the moment, you know, it's requested. How do you, I guess, um, like, tell me a little bit about, like, like, finding users and people to try this out. Like, like, what has that process been like? Is it, like, do people get it automatically? Or do you kind of have to take them down a journey for them to understand, like, no, this is, like, literally built around whatever you input based on GPT um, technology. I guess, how, how do you think about that? Uh, Lucas or Florian, do you want to answer that? Uh, yeah, uh, I think you can explain part of it. And then Flo will definitely need to wing in <laughs> to explain the, the model and the backend stuff. Cool. Uh, I, I think the, from a user perspective, as you asked, it's been a bit of like, it's been easy and hard at the same time. So like people who started using the platform were basically our friends and family. So we, we could explain to these people what the platform was all about. But now we're starting to see more traffic come from, you know, like product hand. Uh, there's like these Portuguese um, news um, platform that, that published about us. Uh, so people are starting to, to, to get to the website from different uh, sources now. And I think this is not entirely uh, solved yet. Like when you, when you open the page, we just give you like an input field. And 
nothing is really explained. So I think this is like uh, one of the next steps we, we would like to tackle. And yeah, um, I would like to dive like a little bit, like the, the back at like ultimately like how this is even like possible um, with today's technology. Um, can you kind of describe like how, like how are you able to do this? What powers this um, kind of this product? Float. That's with you. I mean, when it comes to uh, to the whole technical side of, of this thing or what, what powers the whole thing is um, in general, um, or maybe one thing that I wanted to say before is um, Julius always said, we are producing the games for, uh, for the users, but actually the AI generates the board games for the users. So uh, we have those two models, one generates text, one generates board game covers. We trained them before, as Julia said, and um, now um, we have them running in the background of the service and we are um, trying to make the, or we try to make the, the UI as simple as possible uh, to give the users a simple UI that they can just jump into and generate their own board games, which they want to play. And so how do you kind of think about um, different things moving forward with this? So not necessarily like huge vision, but I'm just kind of intrigued. Um, so let's say, you know, in the next like year or two, like, so people can make their own board games, they can publish them on the site. How do you see just in like the short term, and then we can go long term people using this. Do you want people to be generating their own board games? Do you want people to be playing other people's board games? Do you want the games to eventually be like playable, like like all of them to be playable? What's the, um, I guess, like short term kind of goal here in the direction you're going that we can like, you know, allow you to dream big and go, you know, to the hmm. super big picture. I think that in the short term, I, I don't know. I mean, we haven't tested this on GPT-3 technology, but I think it's unlikely that you'll be able to just generate a game and just be able to play it. Because even once the rules are generated, like we're not generating components or anything else like that right now. So for us, I think what we're most interested in in the short term right now would be to pick one generated rule set and cover that we really like or a game that sounds fun uh, and then try actually make that game. Um, and you know, because it, you know, we have these, <laughs> we have these rule sets that mention all these like weird components that don't exist, right? So s somehow the next step for us would be to try make that a reality, make an actual game out of it that we can make into a box and that people try play, and you know, probably not on like a mass manufacturing scale, but it'd be cool to be able to share that with you know hobbyists or people who are interested in that. Um, to kind of take it that next step uh, of, you know, making it triable. And then if you were to kind of go, um, go out, you know, let's say you're working on this for a decade, it becomes this massive thing. What does that thing look like? And what's like the big vision? You know, if, if it just blew up, what, what does it look like then? That is a good question. I don't know if the others have uh, thoughts as well. I'd be interested to hear their thoughts. Uh, I think personally, if this blew up, um, man, I don't even know. I mean, I, I'd see it uh, as 
if the technology stays around maybe the level it is right now in terms of like you're never going to be able to get just a fully playable game out of the box, then I see it A as an inspiration tool, right, for existing game designers, board designer, board game designers to try quickly, you know, push the directions that you might want to take a project in. Um, and ah, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. That's fine. I mean, like with, with, with products, it's like, um, I mean, there's kind of two, two, two ways to think about it, right? There's like step, you know, step after step in the short term. Then there's like, what could it be, you know, in, in a long time. And for me, like, I think, you know, there's different types of different types of founders, ones that think step by step, mm-hmm. the ones that think, you know, only a big vision. I think finding that middle ground is, is, yeah. um, is kind of like an interesting place. And I think for us as well, there's a mix. I mean, there's, once you're generating that kind of stuff, you get into the, the ethics of it as well. Like right now, you know, we're generating a bunch of uh, board games out of rules that we didn't write. Um, so how are you, you know, that has both the rules and the covers, you know, that's based off of data that we don't, that's not ours, you know? Um, and how are you, if you're generating that stuff, if you could generate games where everything is generated out of the box, right? You, where it's like you press go and we'll somehow we'll 3D print everything <laughs> and we get an illustrator to make all the, to all the components, you know, then there's also a lot of um, questions about, okay, well, I, I don't know. Is, is that the direction that you want to go in? Is that ethical? Is that something that we believe in? Is that, you know, what we want to do? Uh, and if not, then what could you do instead? And like Lucas saw, like uh, we're we already seeing people generating uh, games with uh, words that we might want to exclude and, and things like that. But like, there's also ethics on terms of, of the content. Uh, so like, we, we don't want uh, the the um, the algorithm to be racist or sexist. So like, there's like ethics to to both sides for for end customers, but also to people generating the games. Uh, I think there's a interesting space there to, to explore as well. Yeah, I think that like anything using this kind of technology, the, the sky's really the limit um, for uh, to make it happen and to like continue to to grow and cr- keep creating games and getting more people to try it. Obviously, you'll need some help, um, right? You like you'll 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 need you know all the help you can get, just like any company, any startup. And luckily, we got all of the listeners that are listening to this podcast know the question is coming. And the question is, how can the forward thinking founders community help you? Are you looking for users, people to try the product? Are you hiring? Are you fundraising? Looking for partnerships? How can the forward thinking founders listeners help what you're doing here? Yeah, I think for now, all we want is feedback mostly. So if, if you want to just type in your browser generative or dot games, then yeah, just, just send your feedback and things you would be doing differently um, as well. This is super helpful. But also if you're a board game enthusiast or if you're an illustrator or like you like to create stuff uh, in general and, and you're passionate about board games, just um, hit us, uh, send an email and uh, we'd be glad to talk to you yeah and then especially i mean if we want to take it in the physical if our like short-term next step is to try to generate something physical if anyone has an experience making board games or is interested in trying to make board games i mean none of us have tried to make board games before uh, so if anyone has experience on that or wants to try learn that with us i mean we're open to that as well 
Awesome. And then if someone wanted to give this a shot or reach out if they know how to make board games, how, um, how can they find you? What's your website URL? Are you on social media? Can they email someone? How can people get in touch? Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the website is just generativeboard.games um, if you want to try it out. Uh, if you want to get in touch, maybe if you email me, uh, we don't have like an official email for it right now. Um, and my email is Julius, J-U-L-I-U-S, dot Ingeman, I-N-G-E-M-A-N-N, at gmail.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I think this is a super interesting concept. Looking forward to kind of seeing how it evolves, and maybe I'll generate my own board games. So thanks again for, for coming on the podcast. Thanks a lot, Matt. Yeah, thanks a lot. It's been cool. Yeah, it was fun. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there and you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising the early days how they got their customers we do these every single week with another you know really great founder that has been on the podcast additionally um, we have our pitch battles right so if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one -on -one with venture capitalists this is where to do it these are monthly pitch battles so if you don't get in the first time try again right the goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs. Two, raise capital. Three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you are kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.